0: G'day everyone Thanks for tuning into The Journey again this week Hope you're having a great weekend Wherever you are, right around the country Got a great show lined up for you today So, I hope you're ready for it
1: I reckon they're ready for it wherever you are You're listening in the car, maybe live streaming Or if you're tuning in via podcast Tell you what, it's great to have you listening into this week's show. Great to be back with you too, Jude. How's your week been?
0: Pretty good, thanks, Dave. Yeah, going all right. It's uh, the year's just going away so quickly, (laughs) though, isn't it? Absolutely flying by. What about yourself, mate? How's your week been?
1: It's been a pretty good week. And look, I have to mention recently I attended a prayer breakfast. Mm. It was great, Jude. People from different Christian denominations all coming together to pray together. There must have been around 250 people. Yeah. Kevin Andrews was there. He was the keynote speaker, minister for social services. Wow, it right. was just a great morning and a good feed as well.
0: Yeah, it's fantastic when Christians come together like that, mate, isn't it? Just to uh, to spend time in prayer and to pray for their region. And, and I know that the sort of stuff that and I know that the the event you're referring to is being replicated and, and occurring all around the country. There's lots of different regions that are bringing Christians together for things like prayer breakfasts. So, good stuff. And Kevin Andrews, impressive character. I've heard him speak on a number of times, and he bases his personal and his spiritual life on that quote from Micah. Live justly, love tenderly, and walk humbly with God. So, isn't it wonderful now know that we've got lots of people. Kevin's one of them, but there's a number of people in public life who have their faith very much at the heart of what they do.
1: For such a successful man, very humble and very modest, that's how I found him, first time I'd ever mm, heard him speak. Absolutely. Well, Jude, what's on today's show?
0: Mate, another top-notch show lined up this week. Um, we're going to have the Parolas again, giving us some great tips on marriage. Sister Hilda, of course, is going to be in the mix. Trish McCarthy is going to be giving us some great tips in her Milk and Honey segment. We've also got the MGLs with Father Dave Callahan, and they're a relatively new addition to the show.
1: First up, we're going to have our Gospel Reflection for this Sunday's Gospel reading taken from Matthew chapter 10. Let's get into it.
2: Faith, hope, love and life. You're on the journey.
3: Here's this week's Reflection on the Gospel.
2: Hi, I'm Father Graham from St. Columkill's Coromel. Today we are looking at chapter 10 of St. Matthew's Gospel. Jesus uses a beautiful image to show us how precious we are in the eyes of his Father, the image of the sparrow. Two sparrows, he says, can be bought in the market for a penny, yet not one of them falls to the ground without the knowledge of God. St. Luke gives a saying in a slightly different form. Are not five sparrows sold for two pennies? And not one of them is forgotten by God. The point is this. You could get two sparrows for one penny. But if you were prepared to spend two pennies... An extra sparrow was thrown into the bargain as having no value at all. But not for God. Even that extra sparrow is dear to him. Not one sparrow falls to the ground without your father knowing. In the context, the word fall makes us naturally think of death. But in all probability, the word means to light upon the ground. It is not only that God notices a sparrow when it falls dead, it is far more. God notices a sparrow every time it lights and hops on the ground. Jesus' argument then is that if God cares like that for little sparrows, how much more does he care for us? We have no reason then to fear such a God, nor to be afraid of what life brings us. We are never outside God's care.
3: Faith, hope, love and life. This is The Journey. Here's Sister Hilda with Wisdom from the Abbey.
4: I saw a program recently. It showed a man being questioned and as a result thinking distressing thoughts while, get this, at the same time being hooked up to a dish of yoghurt. Strange as it may seem, the yoghurt started moving of its own accord. When the man was asked, Oh, questions that evoked calm and peaceful thinking, the yoghurt went still. Now I've heard of things like this before, just as no doubt you have too. Oceans that have immediately begun to boil when a person stands on the shore and yells at it. On the more human level, you know how it feels when someone yells at you? Every part of you feels tossed about. And isn't it awful to walk into a room when you could cut the tension in the air with a knife. We do some horrible damage to each other, even by our thoughts. Of course, the reverse is true as well. We do immeasurable good for others when all we do is think kind thoughts. Imagine what would happen if the next time someone cut in front of you in busy traffic, you began to think, poor person, clearly they're in a hurry to get home. Maybe they've got a worry they need to sort out. Instead of, Idiot, what do you think you're doing? It's people like you who cause accidents. Even as you're listening to me now, register the effects the change in my voice is having on you. You know what? God only ever communicates with us in thoughts and words of incredible peace and calm and forgiveness. Being tied up with God is a sure recipe for spreading peace in the world. Let's do something together this morning. How about standing up right now? Turn your face in the direction of someone you can't stand, even if they're not in the room. Perhaps someone you haven't spoken to in a long time. And with God, that's the vital bit, think a kind thought about them. This morning, you and I are just taking our first real step toward world peace.
1: Welcome back to The Journey. We just heard from Sister Hilda Scott with her Wisdom from the Abbey segment. It's always great to hear from Sister Hilda on the show. What about your thoughts about Wisdom from the Abbey this week, Jude? Oh, mate, listen,
0: I have the, the great opportunity to spend a bit of time with Sister Hilda pretty regularly. In fact, she comes in here and records her segments with me. It's rare to listen to Sister Hilda without taking something really profound away for, uh, for helping you with your life. As you'd expect, she's a woman of deep prayer. She spends most of her day in prayer and reading the scriptures. So no wonder you get a sense of the Holy Spirit very much prompting the things that she has to say as part of the journey.
1: She's a big part of the journey indeed. You're listening to The Journey with Dave and Dodsey from the Catholic
5: Diocese of Wollongong on cradio.org.au
3: And now it's time for Milk and Honey with Trish McCarthy. Be still and know that
6: I am God. When I think of being still... I find it is closely linked with being silent. Silence is a rare thing in our lives these days, but it plays a crucial part in our well-being, and is something we would do well to pursue with diligence in our lives. Are you comfortable with silence in your life? Are you able to listen with your whole mind, body and soul? I find it fascinating that the words silent and listen contain the same letters and both find life in each other. Both silence and listening are a gift one that we can receive, but also one we can give. There are several aspects of our being that it is good to learn and be still, not just to give ourselves space, but to attune our ear to what God might be saying in and through these areas. Listening to our body, our emotions, listening to our thoughts, listening to the words of others and seeking to understand. Pondering the scripture silently in our hearts, having a small verse that we carry each day with us allowing the daily events to bring it to life. For example, I was thirsty and you gave me a drink. Who is thirsty in my life? Who is asking me to refresh them with my presence, my words, my encouragement, my service in this moment? Take some time today to practice being silent or adding some silence into your day. As with all God's gifts and virtues, the more you cultivate this rare and precious gift in your life, the more fruit you will see.
3: Together on the journey, faith, hope and love for life in all its fullness.
0: Welcome back to the journey. I really hope you're enjoying the show today, wherever you are, right around the country, either live through your local Christian radio, online or via podcast. A few weeks
1: back, Jude, we spoke about the movie Son of God, Mm. a great movie, a movie on the life of Jesus. It was in the cinemas from around May 22nd. Did you get along to see it?
0: I did, mate. I, um, I said to our listeners that I hadn't seen it at that stage, and I was going to wander off and, and have a look at it. I was really impressed, and, uh, and went along to my local cinema, saw the movie, good crowd, and look, so many people who walked out of there were obviously really affected by a very simple, very authentic telling of the gospel story. So yeah, mate, I did. It was great, and gee, I hope it's having success around the country. I hope people are using it as a way of talking about their faith with other people.
1: Great to hear, Jude. Glad you enjoyed it. Faith, hope, love, and life.
0: You're on the journey.
3: Here are the missionaries of God's love with the call.
7: When God gave the people of Israel the promised land, they probably didn't realise that it would be a battlefield for the rest of history. Ever since the Israelites returned from Egypt, this land of milk and honey has been wedged between competing empires who have had a bad habit of using the promised land as their battlefield. Did God make a mistake in choosing this place, or was this part of his plan? It is clear in the history of the Bible that God has intentionally put the people in an impossible situation. The constant message of the Old Testament prophets seems to be that God allowed this so that they would have to rely on him and not on their own power. God repeatedly tells the people not to make alliances with other nations or rely on human power to save them. As Christians, we are all on a journey to the Promised Land. And once again, it seems that God allows us to be surrounded by forces that threaten to overwhelm us. It is so hard to survive as Christians in the world, and sometimes even the commands of God seem to be impossible to live. But perhaps this is the whole point. While battles rage all around us, Jesus simply tells us to be like little children. Be dependent and trust in the love of your Heavenly Father who will protect you. No matter how great the trials, the true beauty of the promised land is to be found when we allow ourselves to be carried and protected by the Father rather than trying to fight for survival by our own strength. I'm Father Dave Callahan from the Missionaries of God's Love. Find out more about us at mglpriestsandbrothers.org.
3: You're listening to The Journey. Music, interviews and wisdom for living life to the full.
5: You're listening to The Journey on Cradio.org.au.
3: Walking the Walk, here's Sam Clear.
5: Hi, I'm Sam Clear for Walking the Walk. Those of you who've read my book about the walk around the world for Christian unity would hopefully remember the dedication on the first page. It's to my mum. It reads, for mum who stopped reading my weekly updates when the journey became too dangerous, resorting to asking family members, is he okay? Thank you for never calling me home despite the dangers. I'm still amazed that my mum had the ability to literally let go of my well-being. When someone close to us feels called to step out to serve Jesus, to carry his love into the world, are we Peter's or Simon of Cyrene's? When Jesus foretold of his death, Peter stepped up declaring, No, Lord, this must not happen to you. Jesus' response was a swift, get behind me, Satan. Simon of Cyrene, on the other hand, was enlisted to help carry Jesus' cross. He may not have carried it too willingly, but he carried it. While walking the world, I had so many faith-filled people inform me that the next section I was about to walk was too dangerous, and offer to drive me or pay for my bus ticket. Do you know that only once, once did a faith filled person inform me that the next section I was about to walk was too dangerous, but follow it up with, Can I walk and pray with you and show you the safe way through? In our churches, in our communities, in our families, do we attempt to dictate terms? Or do we encourage the following of God's call on others' lives, even when we don't necessarily understand the calling and participate in carrying the cross in that journey? I'm Sam Clear for Walking the Walk. For more on the walk around the world for unity, go to walkforone.com
3: Faith, hope, love and life. This is The Journey.
1: I've said it many times, it is great to have Sam on the show. You can go to his website, walkforone.com, the four being just the digit, walkforone.com. It's a great
0: place to go if you're
1: passionate about unity for Christian churches, as we are, Jude.
0: Yeah, spot on, Dave. Also in there was Father Dave Callahan from the Missionaries of God's Love in his segment, The Call, calling us into true daily discipleship this week by placing our trust in God.
1: Jude, you spoke about this last week, and I thought it was timely that we remind people about Palms Encounters.
0: Yeah, fantastic organisation. They do great work.
1: This is a great opportunity to volunteer and do some work overseas, for instance, in Kiribati between the 3rd and 14th of August, Mm -hmm. also Timor-Leste. September 22nd through to October 4th. Great opportunity indeed. If you want to find out more and make a difference outside of Australia, contact Palms on 02 9518 9551. That's 02 9518 9551. Or you can email them, encounter at palms.org.au. Keep in mind, limited places are remaining at the moment, so get on board. Faith, hope, love and
5: life. You're on the journey. You're listening to The Journey with Dave and Dodsey from the Catholic Diocese of Wollongong on cradio.org.au.
3: With advice on peaceful parenting, here's Marilyn Rodriguez.
8: Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. It is not as the world gives that I do. Hi, I'm Marilyn Rodriguez, and I'm talking about becoming a more peaceful parent. Christians would recognize this quote as coming from Jesus speaking to his closest friends shortly after his resurrection. He was speaking for our benefit as well, where we stand 2,000 years later. And we know that the world can't give us peace, but we keep trying to find peace in worldly things, don't we? I know I often fall in the trap of thinking that my life would be so much more serene if the kids were just a little bit older, or if we had a bit more money, or if a drive through bread, milk and chocolate shop were to pop up near our house. But I know that if these three things magically happened tomorrow, Yes, I might have a more peaceful couple of days, but bam, something else would soon come up to disturb me. Anything we can imagine will give us more peace, which is an outside circumstance, can be taken away, or can even turn out to be a source of more distress. The only peace worth having, because it is true peace, is the peace that God gives. It is a peace which is ours at any moment, whatever is happening, in the daily, mind-numbing tasks of each day, in the little annoyances and the very real burdens and in the times of crisis that can hit our families out of the blue and knock the wind out of us. This peace is only to be found inside of us, as St. Augustine famously expressed when he talked about how he looked everywhere for God and couldn't find God. And then he said, Lord, you have made us for yourself, and our heart is restless until it finds its rest in you. Reading just a little of the Bible, particularly the New Testament, every day, is a great anecdote for a restless heart, a way to hold on to Christ's peace in the push and pull of all that is going on around us. Try using a real Bible rather than reading it off my phone so that my kids will see me dipping into it and then let them benefit from my gift of peace. This is Marilyn Rodriguez, and if you wish to follow my journey in trying to be a more peaceful parent, you can visit my website, which is marilynrodriguez.com.
3: Together on the journey, faith, hope, and love for life in all its fullness.
1: Thanks for listening to The Journey as we near the end of June. I hope wherever you are, you're enjoying the cooler weather of winter. I encourage you to give us some feedback on our Facebook page. All you've got to do is look for the Journey Catholic radio show in your search engine. You can also follow the links to listen to past shows of the Journeyist podcast. That's got to be a good thing, Jude. It
0: does, mate. And I don't know if everyone around Australia, all of our listeners, are feeling the cold. I think those people up north and over in WA, they're not feeling it too much at all like us down in the southern states. But anyway, that's okay. Good luck to them. Now listen, if the show, The Journey, isn't being played on your local Christian radio station and you're listening in via podcast or live streaming, give them a call. I'm sure they'd love to hear from you. They'd love to hear reasons for why you'd like the journey to be played in your local region. It's certainly proving to be really popular in the regions where it's being aired live.
1: Next week on the show, we'll be doing it all again. Great music, interviews, inputs from our awesome presenters. Also a big cheerio to our growing band of listeners. This is just great. Mm. And it's via podcast, live streaming. We've got our new regions as well. Bendigo, Wodonga, Gippsland, Also, the Illawarra.
0: Fantastic to have all those places on board. Thanks for joining in and listening into The Journey, and great to have you on board. Faith, hope, love, and life. You've been listening to The Journey. The Journey is produced by the Catholic Diocese of Wollongong in cooperation with Pulse 94.1 and edited by Jude Hennessy and Daniel Hopper from the Office of the Bishop.
5: radio.org.au